Welcome to this shifting moment. This is a podcast in which we're seeking a profound shift in the way that we react to things. We do that through weekly discussions and twice weekly readings and responses from some of the great thinkers and spiritual writers. And my name is Richard, and I'm a spiritual coach and a mindfulness teacher with over 20 years of experience in treatment and private practice. And my name is Josh, and I'm an ordained pastor and a writer with a history of directing spiritual communities. We want you to be a part of everything that we do. We look forward to hearing your thoughts and suggestions. Please contact us at 424-341-3860 and follow us on um, The Shifting Moment or whatever kind of work we're doing uh, on ourselves. Um, There's... Even though we know that we want it, there is a certain part of us that resists change because it means we're doing something different. And particularly when we're doing doing work, internal work, you know, like the, the values work, the meditation work, prayer work, even reading different things that open us up to different perspectives. Um, it's hard for us. To, to change i think at least in my experience with the people that i work with it's hard to change because it's a little bit of a blow to the ego it's almost as though what i was doing isn't hasn't worked and now i have to do something else and i'm having to take you know direction from somebody or or or, or thoughts from somebody or whatever and it a lot of that comes from you know if we're in recovery that's that that sense of resistance is going to be you know pervasive yeah you know i don't want to do i don't i don't want to do something different i just i just want to do what i'm doing and and but that's not working mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i, I mean and we, I want, think... we want it to be easy you know totally so and the odd part about resistance is we're experiencing that resistance because we're not actually going with the flow, <laughs> just a kind of a radical idea, but like we want it really easy. There is an easier way. It's actually just going with the order of things and that, that flow. But so often that resistance is experienced when we decide the flow doesn't work for me. So for right. everybody else, that might be the solution, but for me, I'm special and above the flow and I get to go my own way through it. I'm and different. Find, yeah. And what you find with those kinds of solutions is they never last long. <laughs> like maybe they, they'll help you jump through a little bit and they'll they'll get you to a certain place in life, but they won't hold up. Um, and going with that stream and that flow, that's where we learn sort of stuff that lasts, like stuff that holds up. Right. And I think, you know, you know, Anthony DeMello, in one of the quote, one of the readings I have, he talks about enlightenment is absolute cooperation with the inevitable absolute cooperation with the inevitable that's beautiful just sort of like take me along for the ride yeah <laughs> there i am man absolute yeah. cooperation with the inevitable mm. because when we're when we're in resistance i mean what does that what does that do like if i'm resisting the aging process mm. which i'm right in the middle of if i'm resisting the, you know if i get up in the morning and it's cloudy outside and i'm resisting the clouds but the clouds really don't care yeah yeah our resist our resistance doesn't change anything it's just us our our being in battle you know with mm. with the inevitable changes in our day with climate and aging and illness and relationship stuff it's you know 
there are the inevitables of life. And sometimes, you know, as much as we'd like to, we may not have the power to make them different than they are. Yeah. Again, it comes back to recognizing powerlessness. Totally. And and I think the skill there is recognizing that early enough that you don't run into the larger problem <laughs> in life. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think that's it. When I'm experiencing resistance, like maybe just lean into that right away rather than let that fester. Because when you let it fester, now we're dealing with a whole different level of cleanup. Like <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, this is a very vulnerable story. About eighth grade, I had a I had to make this cake for science class and it was in the shape of a cell. And mm-hmm. I made this cake. A cell? As, yeah, it was a cell cake. It was like a, a science project where it just looked like a cell. Um, and I don't remember what I got on the grade. All I remember is the cake because the cake stayed in my locker for like the vast majority of the year. Oh, <laughs> because my. I was so embarrassed. I left it in there and then I left it in there. And then after a couple of days, I was embarrassed because you're in middle school and like people are just going to hawk target you. Uh, and I was like, I'm not about to take a cake pan that's three days old out of my locker. And then that festered. To, I'm not about to do that for four days. And I'm not about to do that for five days. <laughs> so on until it was just an outrageous number of days. And finally, it took my, my locker buddy, the guy next door to finally just go, Josh, you're going to open that locker. We're going to throw away that cake right now. Like in a very mature <laughs> great student, we took it out. It was disgusting. I threw oh it away. But it got to that level of like, oh man, all right, now I need help. Now I need someone to come in and like actually facilitate this for me because it's no longer just... I left a cake in my locker for a day. Yeah, it's a little embarrassing. Let's take care of it. Like, <laughs> you know, now you've got a full scale like problem on your hands. Well, um, and it to me, I think that's you know really reflects that that resistance is a form of fear. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what that's the feeling of resistance. It's, it's, it's not the feeling like of resistance. Totally. It's not like I don't want to do that. It means it's really more about there's I'm I'm afraid. That if I do that, um, I'm not going to be okay, or it won't be easy, or it's not going to look the way that I want it to look. Mm-hmm. And that really is the key. Like it, ha- like it's like a fussy child going, like it won't be my way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that really is that's that's what resistance is. Is it's going like you just you have to learn to like not assimilate, but just kind of like learn to play the room which is a music term where it's like Mm -hmm. you adjust your volume you you learn the dynamics of the space that you're in and you adjust accordingly (laughs) and that's kind of what we really have to do spiritually in life is okay this person's having a rough rough day that doesn't mean that you know i need to get caught up in that what that does mean is maybe i need to make more space for them today maybe i can show up for them you know it's learning to play the room in all the situations um it's kind of a spiritual deal (laughs) it it is yeah yeah I, you know, it's funny because when I first came into recovery, I didn't, I mean, I, I didn't see myself as resisting anything, but in fact, I found out later when I was struggling at about 10 or 11 years or something like that, that I was really resisting. You know, I, mm. I did all the stuff that everybody told me to do, but I really hadn't engaged with the other people that were around me. I didn't really, I saw myself as different. I didn't want anything to do with them. Mm. And so I really resisted kind of connecting with them because I didn't, I, I think in some ways I didn't want to be seen. Mm. Mm. Wow. No, that's a really profound point that we can be in those spaces. We can heal in those spaces. And then yet still 
there are parts of us that we leave reserved where we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah but not that. Yeah, <laughs> not, I, that. I, not that part. I'm not, I'm not a part of you guys. I, I don't hang out with you guys. I don't do that part. I do everything else, but that mm-hmm. part is not. And to there. me, I think that part is that resistance to being rigorously honest. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm incapable of, if I can't be honest with me, how can I possibly be honest with you? Yeah. Well, and I think resistance and honesty are so related like that, that being completely honest with yourself is where we meet resistance mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> like just to not the links will go through to not tell the truth to just ourselves is pretty crazy. <laughs> the fact that we like spend a lot of our times literally like trying to convince ourselves of a reality that's not actually the real reality is remarkable. And I think and, that's addiction wise, mm-hmm. that's what we're doing 90% of the time. And that's, we're... and that's what keeps people from being able to being able to recover. Mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, and that the fear thing really plays into that too, because what if I what if, if I, I try all these things and I look and, like an idiot? <laughs> and, and, and it doesn't and it doesn't work anyway. And then I've yeah. opened I've opened myself up to criticism and feedback and it doesn't really feel very good and I've not gained anything Mm -hmm. because a lot of times, I don't know about you, but I see a lot of people, they, they can't really understand how that could benefit them from not picking up a drink. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, and it's a fair point when you hit a rough point in what's supposed to be like the miracle that is now your life <laughs> it is an interesting point i've i think that that's sort of like a um that's a moment not to get uh too pastory on you but that's that's a moment sort of after that red sea where you've crossed the red sea and you're out of slavery and then you're into this moment where you're like okay yeah well now what the heck do we do <laughs> and there's 40 years of wandering in the debt because you're so confused with like oh wait yeah wait okay so my life i am free from that thing i'm da- like daily i'm getting out of that thing Mm -hmm. but on an ongoing basis now i'm realizing oh man i have to learn how to be at home with myself and that's really rough when i (laughs) i don't have any kind of filter on that there's no there's no boundary between me and myself now and i've got to deal with that um that's a scary thing to step into right and and i because it's again it's change Mm -hmm. yeah it's just it's just change we have a tendency to resist change Right. This is not what I planned on. This is not the way I I saw it, and um, and I think our uh, we uh, it's almost as though resistance is a bit of a default mode. Hmm. You mean sort of like a just a, a almost like a reactionary response? Yeah. Like, it's like no, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, right. I'm not doing that. Mm. In, instead of you know, I, I I talk about this a lot. Is instead of just saying yes. It's we just are conditioned. No, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Talk about that. Your your version of saying yes is is really incredible. Talk about that, because I think that that's a, a great solution to like resistance and and fear. What is it to, yeah. to say I mean, yes? And you're. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've, I've talked a bit on this podcast. I think about me at my, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 years of recovery, just you know, being in a, in a pretty dark place and, and the pain was so bad for me. Um, I think I was being evicted from my apartment. I was just telling somebody today about it being evicted from my apartment and I just felt lost and I couldn't pay rent and I just really couldn't get my life together. And so 
it got so painful that I that I actually went in front of a group of people that I didn't know and and told the truth uh, that I was mm-hmm. in pain and I needed help uh, because I couldn't be honest with people that I knew. And so um, after doing that a couple of times, I had people come up and and offer things to me that did not feel right to me. Mm. <laughs> they, were, they were not, mm. it's like, well, this isn't going to pay my bills. I can't, I can't drive all the way out to Malibu and make $10. That's not going to work out. Mm. And, um, I remember working with my mentor and, um, and he kept telling me, uh, he said, Richard, just say yes. Mm. Just say yes. Mm. This is the direction that you're being pointed in. What better idea do you have? It's <laughs> great. I love that. <laughs> I go, yeah. I, I don't. Mm. And he said, so when something's offered to you, that's a door that's been opened to you. God has opened a door. It's your responsibility to say yes. Mm. And so I, and I, I had to be reminded of that every day. I was going to work and I was going, I can't believe I have to go work this fucking job. I say, like, blah, 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 blah. And these people are mean and nasty and mm. I'm better than that. And I, sh- I deserve better and blah, blah, all the reasons that I should be doing better. And he said, he said, let it go. Mm. He said, just say yes. Just mm. say yes. Be open, be open and willing. And I did. And it was really hard for me. And he, I remember one time he even told me, he said, I want you to show up to work with a smile on your face. <laughs> so like, don't just say and, yes, but like yeah. do it happily. Yeah. And do I said, I out. said, but, but I'm not feeling a smile. And he said, I don't care if you're feeling a smile, put a smile on your face anyway. Mm. And you know, it was, it was the most amazing thing. It didn't happen right away, but when I showed up to work, you know, maybe sometimes metaphorically having a smile and kind of having mm-hmm. a positive attitude mm-hmm. with a group of other people that did not have a positive attitude, sure. I kind of stood out. Right. And so things started happening for me and I got invited to, I got a promotion and I got a raise in pay and I got invited to do different things. And I, and it started to become really clear to me that by just saying yes, I was inviting things into my life that I didn't think were possible. Mm. Mm. I mean, and I was like, what, what good is this going to do? I, but I, I had to, I listened to somebody else's direction and, mm. um, and it worked for me. And I can tell you that, I mean, even now, I mean, my automatic, I've had to change my automatic go-to to yes. And it's, it's a constant shift. It's mm. like, Oh, okay. You want me to do? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Okay. We're going to do the podcast. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I've never heard one before, but let's do a freaking podcast. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. still haven't heard another podcast. And that's, so. and that, yep. And that, and, and, and that and, they'll change that up. I think it's working. And, and, and it, to me, I think it's just say, saying yes to not knowing. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, I mean, I think that attitude it gives you this sort of open stance to the world instead of a closed off one, which we're so often in. Like I, I'm just, I'm in a like, cynical is safe in our sort of Western opinion. Like if I remain cynical and just don't like anything or don't <laughs> love anything, then I'm, I got it. I'm all good. You know? And I think the, the scarier thing is, yeah, it's, is embracing it and actually like loving it and saying, I, mean, yes I, I to just, it. <laughs> to, to me, to me, I learned to just kind of literally open my arms and, Come well, on. and I think I think Come there's on. a huge lesson too in the resistance piece of that, where it's like, well, I, I yeah, because I've I've been in those situations too, where you get like you ask for help, 
help is offered and maybe it's like 5% of what you needed <laughs> and that is offered. Like, this is not what I asked for is kind of the response in your own mind or in your own soul at that point. Um, but saying yes to those small things is eventually what leads you out of the hole. Right. Um, and, and I and think that's that's the difference between digging in a hole and trying to get your way out of a hole digging and then climbing out of a hole because <laughs> you're literally right. you're flipping the direction there. You're saying, like, I'm not going to remain closed off. I'm actually going to open myself up. Um, well, and, and that's a radical and the thing about it is. Yeah. And, and, and again, I think the thing, too, is sometimes we don't have to take it literal. You know, it can be it, it can be it can be just an expression of willingness. Mm. doesn't mean we have to do everything somebody says that we do we just like you know you can it i I remember many times i would say yes and then i would go home and think about it and i go well yeah i'm really trying to be yes i'm trying to be open i'm trying to to be willing to see things differently but then you know if i run it by and to me i always have a a group of friends that are run stuff by does this feel right to you mm. you know and to me i think that gets back into spiritual discernment yeah where we're able to kind of access right from wrong by listening to the heart by running it by some people who we know have our best interests in mind and to me my mentor taught me prayer work i mean i mm. and one of the big pieces that i did um and i don't know if i i don't think i've ever shared this on the podcast before is i if i had something that i had to decide by 12 noon on friday or whatever i would I would ask my higher power, I would ask God, I said, if if I'm meant to do this, please give me the motivation from within to say yes. If I'm not meant to do this, please give me the motivation to say no. I, I do it in a little bit more detailed. Mm -hmm. I, you know, mm -hmm. kind of describe it in detail. Mm -hmm. And then I make sure that I ask like three or four times during the day and I sit quietly and listen. Mm. also three or four times during the day mm. and so whatever conclusion i come up to by 12 noon on friday i will trust that i've turned it over to something greater than myself and um, and a lot of times mm. i will have to say you know i'm a little hard of hearing so if if <laughs> maybe you need to hit me up the side of the head with a two by four in order to get <laughs> my attention because yeah. otherwise i'll just make assumptions but mm. it basically you're opening yourself to getting an intuition about what the next right move for you would be mm, mm. i love that i love 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 that i i've also i've heard like there's a, a method of discernment that's um it's it's called look see and behold so when you're when you're trying to discern something you look at that thing and that it's sort of like that's the first glance like how does this look at first glance does it feel good does it feel right mm -hmm. and then there's the seeing which is beyond just a peripheral oh this is all shiny what is it let's get to the heart of it and then there's like the beholding, which is I'm running this past all the people I love because <laughs> I'm actually bringing it and integrating it in my life and seeing how that works. And then if it works and it passes through all of those things, then you're meant to believe this is, yeah, I've listened and I've done this well. It's and very, I can walk it's through it. very I love that. similar. Yeah. Right. Right. And I love I, those ideas of like, yeah, how many choices are we making that are really serious that we just remain in our own heads about? Like I, yeah. I do that all the time. I just spin out on my own. And then I realize like all I needed to do was just talk with someone. <laughs> this yeah. happens all the time with Chelsea, my wife. Like I, I'll she'll come home and she doesn't get home until like five or something. And I'll be spinning out about something in my head that I'm not even registering is really taking up as much energy as it is. And then it'll come out in a conversation. And after that, I feel so relieved. And I'm like, oh my gosh, 
why was I carrying that around all day? <laughs> like, there's no point. Like, it's 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 easy to get rid of. It's, it's just crazy. so hard. The resistance comes when we're like, oh yeah, no, I know the solution. I know exactly what to do. It's just that doing that is a little bit vulnerable and scary and raw, and I don't want to get embarrassed. <laughs> and so I'm going to try to think of every reason to support mm. my not doing it. Right. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of a self justification. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And then we overcompensate and it, like that procrastination leads to, you know, zillions of other things Whatever. getting done in our life, <laughs> except the one thing that needs to get done. I I'm in that mode right now. I've got I'm having to write a sermon and work a full time job and do all this. And the writing portion, I have now like cleaned the house. I've taken out the trash. I've done everything I need to do that's not writing. <laughs> exactly. And that's that's the resistance portion. It's it's like I I don't really I know the solution. The solution isn't on some, you know, romantic wall or like some big idea of doing this, you know, at a beach or writing it. There's always some location in my mind that I need to be to go write something. And the right. truth is the location is just wherever I'm at with a computer sitting down and just staying my butt in the seat, <laughs> not and the, moving. And the and wisdom, the, the wisdom teachers would always tell us the key, the key to being able to work with resistance is simply acknowledging it. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, just saying this is real. I see. I'm in, I'm in resistance. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is that what is that what I want? Yeah. Because again, there we go. That's full circle. That's taking the cake out of the locker <laughs> before it comes to something. Because you're literally you're saying like, yeah, okay, let's look at this right away. Like, like, mm -hmm. okay, here it is. Like, all right, you know, instead of letting it become this massive thing in our hearts that becomes a much bigger job. You know, unfortunately, like a huge distraction that oh. will cause us to start spinning out in our heads.